0: It's time for Rhema for Today.
1: He doesn't love Jesus anymore and he loves you. The Father God doesn't. But he loves you just as he loved Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. That name belongs to us. We can use it. Now most of us have been brought up, and here's where our problem is, to court our weaknesses and failings, and to think of our lack of ability. But friends, there are sick and needy ones that don't know that could be helped through that name.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching How to Increase Your Spiritual Effectiveness. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, Let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: You get my healing for me. You get my prayers answered for me. We can carry people sometimes when they're baby Christians and don't know any better, just like you can naturally speaking sometimes. But it's just a whole lot better for folks to know the authority and the power that's invested in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, belongs to them. Not somebody else, but to them. Hallelujah. When you know that, it makes a difference. You notice here in the verse that he says, these signs shall follow them that believe. He didn't say these signs shall follow the ministry alone. It will follow the ministry because they do believe. But notice that this is talking about every believer Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Now you see, when you know that, you know the authority, you know the power. And We've been teaching here and talking about the power and the authority that's invested in the name of Jesus and you know that you, every believer, and you as a believer, have the right, have the authority to use that name, then that that carries a responsibility with it that cannot be ignored. You can never be the same kind of Christian that you were in the past. I used to tell people when I went from church to church holding meetings, and I'd stay. Usually, never less than three weeks, and then four, five, six, seven, eight, nine weeks in one place, one church, teaching every day, preaching our teaching every night. And I tell them to begin with now, I didn't come here to tell you what I think. I'm here to tell you what I know. I'm going to let you do your own thinking. And if I leave you like I found you, I'm not God's man, I don't have God's message. But when this meeting is over, if you came, of course. You'll never be the same again. You can't be the same kind of Christian that you were. And no one can. When the light of God's word shines in, they're either going to be better off or worse off. Better off if they accept God's word and walk in the light of it. Worse off if they close their mind to the light of the word of God. Can you say amen? amen. Well, you might as well say amen. Amen. It's so anyway, whether you say it or whether you don't say it. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, you need to realize the moment that you are born again, the moment that you are recreated, the moment that you become a new creature in Christ Jesus, you have the authority to use the name of Jesus. You see, Jesus said here in that day, you shall ask me nothing, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name. Now, you can approach the Father, any believer can, just as easy as I can. He'll hear you pray just as quick as he hear me pray. He's not my Father any more than he's your Father. He doesn't love me any more than he loves you. And he doesn't love anybody else any more than he loves me. Hallelujah. Amen. And you know something else? The Father God doesn't love Jesus any more than he loves you. He loves you just like he loved Jesus. Did you know that? I heard one outstanding radio minister say he wished he could believe that. he knew it's in the Bible, but he couldn't believe it. Thank God I can. That's in John the 17th chapter, and 23rd verse. Jesus is praying for the disciple. John the 17th chapter. he said, I in them and thou in me that they may be made perfect in one that the world may know that thou hast sent me. Now notice this, thou hast sent me and hast loved." them as thou has loved me and has loved them as thou has loved me love the world love the world Jesus said you love the world just as you love me oh glory I mean that's enough to set you shouting for the next six weeks (laughs) praise God if you can't find anything else to be thankful about think about that He doesn't love Jesus anymore than he loves you. The Father God doesn't. But he loves you just as he loved Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. That name belongs to us. We can use it. Now most of us have been brought up, and here's where our problem is, to court our weaknesses and failings and to think of our lack of ability. But friends, there are sick and needy ones that don't know that could be helped through that name. There are those that are bound by habits that Satan rules with a merciless hand that could be set free if you'd take your place. Now, I want you to notice, in conclusion, the distinction. We've noticed it again and again, but I want to approach it again. The distinction between John 14, 13 and 14, and John 16, 23 and 24. Let's look at them again. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If he shall ask anything in my name, I'll do it. Now, that goes along, that's reading. I read it that way, that goes along with Mark 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not, I'm reading another translation. He that disbelieveth shall be condemned. These signs shall accompany them that believe. In my name they shall cast out demons. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they shall drink any deadly thing, it shall no wise hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. The 20th verse says, And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word by the signs that followed. Now then notice carefully the scripture, how this scripture differs here in John 16, 23 and 24 where Jesus said, In that day ye shall ask me nothing. Now the translation I'm reading says, In that day ye shall not pray to me. Well, that's saying the same thing, isn't it? Verily, verily, I say unto you, if ye shall ask anything of the Father, he will give it you in my name. Ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. It's the end of the 24th verse. Now, you see, in this scripture here, in John 16, you are praying to the Father in Jesus' name. In your praises and petitions, you come to the Father God in Jesus' name. But in the other scripture, there in John 14, 13 and 14, and in Mark, as we read, you are not praying, but you're using the authority of the name using the authority of the name to heal the sick, to cast out demons, and to set men and women free. Now, as we pointed out many times, and I want to go over it again, Acts the third chapter, the first through the tenth verse, gives us an illustration of what I'm talking about. Peter did not pray for this crippled man. But he did say, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. See, he used the authority in that name to minister to him. Now, read on through. See, we had, we had some lessons here on the name of Jesus in the Acts of the Apostles. There is no record in the Acts of the Apostles, not one single record, of their ever praying for the sick. Now, that doesn't mean it's not all right to pray for the sick. I said there's no record of them doing it. Not one single time. The the closest thing you have to it, the only time that it's mentioned in the Acts of the Apostles, was when Paul was shipwrecked on that island. And as he entered in there to the the chief man of the island, his uh, father-in-law was sick of a bloody flux and a fever. And uh, Paul entered in, it says, and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. You see, he knelt down and prayed first and then he laid hands upon him. He didn't pray for him. That's the closest thing to it. Not one single time did they pray for the sick. That's what I wanted to do. They simply laid hands on them, I'm sure, after Paul had prayed. After Paul had prayed, you know, to get over into the spirit realm himself. Praise God. And get lined up. Get tuned up. Well, then, he laid hands on him. Hallelujah. They simply laid hands on the sick and commanded the the devil to leave and for the sick to arise and walk. Now you can see from Mark the 16th chapter that a moment that a man is born again, he's expected to begin to use the name of Jesus. Because he said, these signs are following the belief. You lay hands on the sick and say, disease, leave this body. Amen. Now, it's a strange thing that uh, that uh, folks don't see this. I, I know, uh, I, I've seen it for a good many years. I, I, I didn't know I was led by the Spirit to do something, you see, that that I was, uh, I, I really was acting beyond my knowledge of the Bible. But because I got criticized, now that's a strange thing, isn't it? See, they acknowledge I got results, for instance, in the full gospel denomination that I was with. They, they'd uh, I, I don't know if I'm ever asking anybody else. They'd ask me, you know, to, to have a healing service. Or, or, or in other words, if it's at a fellowship meeting, I, I'm the only one I remember of. Now, why did they ask me? Because I got results, you see.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the two-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Hold Fast to the Word. Also from Kenneth Hagan, the four-CD set, Man's Impossibility, God's Possibility." All this for the special price of $25. That's $17 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. we call you our partners we are
1: being able to continue this broadcast all over the world you also help us to do the our living faith Mm crusade you help us with all of the schools that are all over Mm
0: -hmm. the world and somebody said well what is a rhema word partner well that's simply somebody that prays for us regularly and then sends us an offering at least yes. once a month, whatever you can afford to send in, because when it all gets here together, some people say, well, I'd give if I had more to give. No, if everybody gives what they can when yes. it gets here, then we're able to do more and more and more. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagin's will start a new and powerful teaching. That's next week on Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.